Woo! I was like, why is it so quiet? It's because my microphone volume was turned down. <laughs> Forty-four, man. We got thirty-six to go. Yeah. What is up, my favorite world travelers out there? This is Judge Mentalist coming at you with another episode of Big Sexy Digital Nomad. We've got a lot back to talk about this week. Trust, trust we got a lot to I'm getting told to back up. We're getting direction on and off camera here. Um, Shots have been fired. We're going to talk about that involving the tour that at the time that you're probably listening to this, I'm right smack dab in the middle of with Matt Donnelly. Big Sexy's in a new place and a whole lot more. What's going on, my friends? What's up? What's up? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever this is hitting your ear holes. I hope that it is good. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to start with you and your new location. Say, where do we want to start? Because the rabbit hole that we could potentially get down in with me talking about the recent shots fired could end up soaking up the whole episode. So you're, you're you've got uh, you've well, got I, new I have big news. I have big big news. Um, those who have been following along, first off, thank you very much uh, for listening in and tuning in. And um, you know, we really are playing a game of uh, where in the world is big sexy. Um, I didn't realize how prophetic that concept was going to be uh, about my travels because I thought I knew exactly where in the world Big Sexy would be the entire time I was traveling. We had a map. It was a fluid map, right? It was a map written on a bed of water, um, but a map nonetheless. But like a storm changes the waves um, our situation has changed. So where in the world is Big Sexy, you might ask? Where in the world is Big Sexy? There you go. It took a while, but you got you can, you uh, yeah. on. I, I, I was looking at We don't have a drop for it, but right. we don't have a drop for it yet. Yet. We, yet. we know that it's being worked on. Yeah, so uh, Romania, currently in Bucharest. Um it turns out that uh, a friend of ours that we were planning to stay with, so when we left um, Spain, which we were going to do Sunday, right? No matter what, this week we were leaving Malaga. Um, we thought we were going to the UK. Uh, we were going to stay with our friends, Alex and Joe. Shout out to Alex and Joe. We appreciate you guys very much. Love you very, very much. Sorry we couldn't stay with you guys. Um, we're going to stay with them for about a week uh, until the 1st of August. And then after that, we're going to go stay with uh, my friend Harry, uh, her husband and baby, and, and they have a baby and family, whatever, whatever. But Harry forgot that we have a dog with us. And they also have pets, and uh, they're not sure that their dog or uh, animals get along with other animals. So we're like, well, we can't stay with us. Well, we're going to stay with them for like two weeks, right? During that two weeks, we'll take, uh, take that money that we uh, save up and earn in the two weeks. And I say, we, it's my wife, um, and uh, use that money to get back to the U.S., um, do whatever we have to do in the U.S., and then uh, make our way back to Spain, hopefully. Um, but since we can't stay that two weeks, we can't afford... Airbnbs or hotels in the UK, everywhere is expensive. Um, yeah. So there's a huge bum because I was hoping to get to the UK and I was imagining once I got there, bouncing around to the other places in the UK or uh, shooting off to other countries via train a day here and there or whatever um, and seeing more of the world. Well, I guess I should say, be careful what you ask for. Because as it turned out, as we begin looking at other options and trying to figure out what we were going to do, because also flights just back to the U.S. are expensive as well, uh, Bucharest um, and Romania became an option because while it's in the EU, it's not Shenzhen. And so we can... What, is, what does that mean? 
So Xinjiang, uh, the Xinjiang requirements are, are the, I, I don't know entirely. Um, I thought it meant like something like Shogun na nature, that they, they're all honor bound in this system. It just means that there is a, a um, immigration requirements, I think. If you're in, in the Xinjiang, there's certain taxes and things like that that you're paying uh, to, the, uh, gotcha. to the EU and what have you. Um, um, and so Romania isn't a part of that, so we can be here and still be in the EU. So Fox can still be here because EU health certificates are good for four months. So uh, we can be here for at least a month before we have to redo his paperwork. Gotcha. Um, and then uh, um, we're out of the Shenzhen area, so that uh, ends. We have to be completely out by August 30th, I mean, uh, July 30th. So, but now we're out now. So that's whatever the math is on that. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's, it's, it's interesting. My wife has a completely under, uh, a bigger understanding. And people who know, know, right? Folks who know, if I say, yeah, we're not, it's not changing. They go, oh, we're not, what's changing? Oh, no, no. They, they, those folks know. I, I didn't know. I don't fucking know. Um, I just yeah, this say, is all this is all news to me. I mean, I was yeah. gonna say this is all foreign to me, but it's all foreign to all of us. It, right, right. Yeah, it's definitely foreign to me. But I, again, I'm we're the, I'm, we're the foreigners in that. I'm a foreigner, yeah. so I'm happy, and I'm happy to be a foreigner. Um, so I'm currently in Romania. Um, arrived late last night. Oh, let me. <laughs> so, and again, folks, I'll be posting pictures and videos on my Instagram. Uh, go follow Big Sexy Nomad on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the uh, Airbnb we're in looks pretty nice. Like the the viewers who are looking at this can't see shit but my face, a, a wall, and a curtain. But yeah. I'm in the living room area. This place has a living room and a separate bedroom, which a lot of the, the Airbnbs in Spain did not. It was all connected, all very small, what have you. Um, I'm at a table. Um, it's a big, spacious place. Inside looks wonderful. Outside of this apartment looks like there's a coven of witches living uh, in this building. Um, I said I was looking for Romanian vampires. I'm sure there's a few that live here um, in this building. It's like directly next door to a cathedral. Um, uh, <laughs> an Italian church, which... If I remember post a picture, the, the the image of Jesus on the door uh, looks like he has cross eye, has a lazy eye. Um, so it's the Church of the Lazy Eye Jesus. Um, oh man, yeah. Uh, and I'll definitely post post a picture of that so you can see it's 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 a thing. Uh, but we're here for a day. We're not we're not staying here too much. We're leaving tomorrow because uh, we we initially bought this Airbnb for eight days, but the, it's just terrible. The, the elevator looks like a death trap. Um, you have to go down a dark alleyway, like a seriously dark alleyway to- You're, you're to just leaving because you think the place is haunted. And, oh, believe me, this place is definitely haunted. It's definitely, definitely haunted. Yeah, that, while this, this apartment looks new, this building looks like it was built in the, the early 1400s and, and was remodeled and redone and, uh, I mean, there's loose wiring, there's broken concrete, you know, it looks like, well, it looks like we're built in the height of, you know, poor Romanian economy when they were a dictatorship, right? When they were a communist country, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's what it feels like. It feels, it feels very Eastern Bloc, right? Eastern Bloc European. Um, but so far, not, not a whole lot of excitement has happened just yet. I mean, we got in late last night. Oh, we had to take two Ubers. Which sucked because you know we 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 uh, sent back we sent back about fifty kilos of shit. Okay. Yes, back to the U.S. Um, <laughs> again, we got to finance this trip somehow. Um, That's right. And um, we so now we're down to three suitcases, two carry-ons, and two personal items. Right, and we got down to that because we knew we were going to have to start taking planes. Um, and you knew you were going to do this eventually, anyway. We figured as much. We figured them. We figured we'd get over here, figure out what we need, what we didn't need, and kind of start sending stuff back as as necessary. Um, but again, when we first started this journey, we thought we'd cruise over, 
wife had found a cruise back. So we thought we'd have all this time in different places and nothing. The cruise was the same. The four days in Barcelona was the same. I don't know if listeners remember, but we were supposed to only spend a week in Malaga. Yeah. Uh, we ended up staying there the rest of the time. <laughs> we could be in the EU and left yesterday. And left yesterday with a heavy heart. Shout out to my Malaga digital nomads um, who really made us feel like family uh, and close friends and hung out. And I've made some strong connections. Uh, by the way, some business stuff you and I have to discuss. Uh, 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 one of the people I met, uh, Jane, who I did an interview with, listeners, you're going to hear that interview. Um, is a digital marketer. And so she's going to help us build our website for Big Sexy Digital Nomad, get an actual website together um, and and help us out. So we have to figure out what to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down to impromptu that and and have a real conversation because this is fun. And obviously everything's growing uh, organically and naturally. So thank you all who are listening to that because – we're yeah. terrible with social media as far well, as promote- I'd like to differ. So I'm really, oh, as far as, no, I'm so good with the, with the social media, but as far as like releasing episodes, you're terrible with social media. I'm terrible. I'm, okay. So speak for myself. I'm terrible with social media. Yeah. I'm good on Instagram. I got, I'm, I got the gram pretty unlocked. I've been, I've been making sure to post every day. My story list is huge. I make a few reels here and there. It's not, it's not like, you know, super high quality or super high level because I don't feel like trying to edit videos. Um, but I, I do a little bit here and there to show things. That's why I say listeners, if you're on, if you're listening to uh, or um, on the Instagram, be sure to follow uh, at Big Sexy Nomad. Um, because we also, anything I post on at who is Big Sexy, I always tag Big Sexy Nomad so it shows up on our timeline as well. Um, what I'm terrible at is Twitter. If you guys are on Twitter and thread, uh, or, or thread or anthro. I don't know who's doing thread or not. I try to start try to post on thread. Uh, I forget um, until I get a notification that somebody's following me. Then I go over there and post. It's just it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's not. It yeah. doesn't have that. Um, it hasn't caught yet, and it may know, never. And and I felt the same thing with Twitter, right? I feel like when I tweet something, I don't know who sees it. You know what I mean? Like I know on Instagram when I post something, I'm, I'm, I have followers. I know those followers, and I, I you know I, I see. I know that that's going out to my followers, right? I know that's going out to people who I'm in their algorithm, whereas Twitter feel like I'm just spitting in the ocean and, and hoping that a fish swallows my loogie, you know, yeah. um, that a particular fish swallows my loogie, a, school, a certain school of fish, and they're in a whole other area of the ocean. So um, I, I think Thread's going to start to feel that way. But I'm on the, I'm on the, the you know, the, the breaking cusp of it. I downloaded the day of that it was released. Yeah. You know, and uh, well, let, let's put it this way. My words mean that I am operating under the assumption that 90% of our growth comes from our listeners telling other people, which still may be very accurate. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, so that, that, that and other appearances on other podcasts, I'm sure, yeah, help us. Well. I, so I will continue to thank everybody who, who listens, who tells people, who supports us on the Patreon, which is not really about the money. It's more about, Yet. hey, I, I have this content that I would love to share with people, but I kind of want to have a little key and a password and, and you got to right. be in the club. So, you know, obviously we set that up and just kept it at a buck a month. Um, yeah. When we feel like we've got something really higher level to offer you, we, maybe we bump that up. We'll have a discussion about what that number, when we use a certain number of subscribers, like, okay, then it's the point we have to buck up the next level, go go to the next level. And that way, that way we're not, we, we, you know, we may, be shoot, we may be grandfathering 20 people instead of 200 people, right? So we'll, we'll have to figure out what that looks like. When we cross that line, right? When we cross that line, we're not there. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're growing. And growing is a beautiful thing. So, yeah, speaking of cruises, because you mentioned possibly booking a cruise back yes. or whatever. Yeah, we're going to do the things that we were talking about talking about, not necessarily in the order that we were going to talk about. Yeah, we did a little planning before this episode today. We, I mean, granted, it was all of, uh, two minutes before we hit record, but there was planning involved. And it, and it took just that two minutes. Exactly. So uh, we talked some time ago with Billy from 
cruisehabit.com, which is a great website. Anybody who's listening to this, which I know there are some new people, I don't know, you know, I can't break apart these numbers and find out who's listened to what. So my assumption is just from the flow of the numbers of episodes and listens is that we've got new listeners who maybe have not caught all of the backup stuff, which is cool. Um, You've got a lot of fun adventures and a lot of us learning how to podcast and we're still learning how to podcast. And I'd be happy to tell you which episode number that was, but I don't remember. I'll find it out before the end of this episode. But anyway, we have Billy Hirsch on here. He runs a really useful and helpful website called cruisehabit.com. So if you have questions about specific cruise lines, what to bring, what not to bring, any of that kind of stuff, it's a fantastic It's It's a great resource. All the content is absolutely 100% free. And there's kind of a community that they've got there. You know, he's not a podcaster, but if you imagine a, a, a less involved community. Yeah, but he's a video blogger. Like he does release yeah. uh, video content. Um, Th- that's that's the there. YouTube so sometimes yeah. here they do these group cruises. And it looks like recently they have been doing them with Virgin Voyages, which you've obviously sailed on. That's where you Twice met Twice now. Yes. You you met him on a Virgin Voyage. Yes. We, um, met, we met him on our very first ever uh, Virgin Voyage. And then um, your Black Tour was on Virgin. So. And, and Black Tour was on Virgin, which we, uh, right beforehand, we stayed with Billy and Larissa. Uh, again, yes, shout out to right. the, their hospitality. Thank you very much. They put me and Nilla and Fox up um, and drove us to the port. And then we had um, a delicious meal before we hopped on the boat uh, to do this uh, uh Transatlantic Black to 2023 tour. So they've got this website twice a year, it looks like, maybe more frequently, but they do group sales. So the next one that they have coming up, and there's a specific reason why I'm choosing to plug this. We're not being paid for this. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if we were, but we're not being paid for this. So it starts December 2nd out of Miami. And I we had talked, I don't know if we mentioned it on the air, at all, but we certainly talked a bit about it behind the scenes with, hey, wouldn't it be cool for you to book me to do, you know, my performance, you my stage? Definitely talked about this on air. For for the yeah. group. And yeah. there was a little bit of chatter about that, and then it just kind of died, and I assumed that I you know ask. it's not the budget or it's not of interest or what have you. Um and then this past week, he reaches back out and he's like, hey, the door may be open to do this. Are you still interested and available? So I, I am getting some details. I am working on kind of clearing up a couple of calendar things. But I want to encourage anybody who's listening to this that might have the availability. It is an eight-day cruise. It begins December 2nd of 2023. It's a Virgin Voyages cruise, so it's adults only. Um, if you go to cruisehabit.com, the very top article is about this. It's called Sweet Deals. Um, book it through this package because that basically gets you tagged to be invited to any of the events for the Cruise Habit people. They probably give away swag. They have specific events that are just for them, including quite possibly judgmentalist performing. And I would say that there is a very, I don't know anything about the schedule yet. I have not committed to do this yet. I am literally working this out with the wife and the family and my office to make sure that I can go somewhere and that hopefully she comes with me for the eight days without the world imploding on our end because we just have stuff going on in the, in the law world. Um, The, the likelihood, if I get on this cruise and again, I don't know the schedule yet. We haven't gone knee deep into these details, Um, but there's a lot of interest, a lot of potential. I'd say that I'm probably at like 80% going to be on this cruise. I will probably, if time and location and everything like that, allow it to happen. I will most likely be doing two shows on this ship just for the cruise habit people. Nice. I will I I will almost certainly, especially if my wife is able to come with me on board because she can do my sound cues, we'll be doing a hypnosis show. That would be my number one desire. Awesome. Uh, 
And if the the time affords it, I will absolutely one hundred percent be doing a full mind reading show as well. Um, now, what you don't know, yes, is that um, I also have been working on making sure you see the timing works out to be on that cruise. Oh shit! So if we get big, sexy digital nomad, all of us together on that same boat. Again, not sure where in the world Big Sexy will be in December, um, but if it works out, because what I what I hope is that what I what my thought is here's my here's been my thought process right. So we had we the last cruise we went on we bought one of those next cruise package deals, yeah. Right, and I keep saying well the I'm sure the next time we cruise we'll probably get be in Virgin Voyages and we'll probably buy that package again. And then I started thinking, well, you know what? I know that they have this cruise package through Virgin Voyages that they're doing again in December. And then we've been talking about going back to Spain, right? And March or sometime or whatever. I said, what if we're able to finagle it so that we do that December cruise in March? I mean, in December cruise in March, shut up. <laughs> that December cruise, um, on that cruise by the the discount Good. for the next cruise yeah. and then dilly dally around the world someplace until the next transatlantic back to Barcelona. Right. Or, or something along those lines. Right. Or if we're already in Spain at that time, uh, uh, do the same thing, come back for fly back to Miami just for that cruise and then go back to Spain. And then uh, in, April, fly back from Spain just to do that 15-day transatlantic cruise to take us back home, if possible. So how does this work? Have you pre-purchased an upcoming cruise, or did you put we, some money down? We put some money down. We, okay. put, we put money down for our next voyages, and we have a, a, a amorphous date, I think, for three years. We can do any cruise, and then we'll get whatever we put down off the cost of that cruise, plus an extra $600 in sailor credit. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, a deal, um, it's a deal too wonderful to pass up. We really, uh, at the time, we're like, we man, we him and hard until like the very last day, the very last minute to get that that deal. We're like, we really should do this. And then a lot of people we met on the cruise because, of course, fifteen days you meet a lot more people. Also did that as well. So we're talking with other folks about you know joining up and um, cruising back. So this, that's a shout out to uh, Lyrical Bliss and a shout out to Jen Tan. Uh, make sure you get your shit together. We need to figure out when we're cruising together and that the cruise in December would be an amazing time to do it. Um, so let let me speak to logistics because that's that's super exciting. In my mind, that bumps me from 80% to 90%, just the potential that you might be there because why the fuck not? That'd be great. Right. I want to encourage people to jump on this and I will full disclosure from the time that we're recording this to when it's going to release, check the episode notes, not, not you that are watching the video on the Patreon. That's going to get dropped probably to, you know, as we record this, basically. but by the time the audio comes out, I will have made my decision and it will say, I'll make sure that it says in the episode notes that I am in or I am out with, with respect to being on that cruise and performing. So I want to encourage anybody that's listening and I have no idea where I know that we've got international listeners. I know that we've got people all over the States. We've got a bunch of scoops. I don't know anybody's financial situation, so I'm not going to try to make any assumptions, but boy, oh boy, would it be awesome awesome. effing sauce to have some folks on there. So if you do, in responding to this, decide to jump on. Tell us, let us know, because I can tell you right now that for me personally, and I don't even need to ask, I know Big Sexy is exactly the same way. If there are people that listen to this pod that are going to be on this cruise, the two of us make it onto this cruise, we will pull out all the stops. To Every make last it, one of them. Just, just to elevate it from whatever perspective we absolutely can for anybody that's involved. It would be uh, epic. It would be epic. And and by the way, yeah, and I I would uh and I already have ends on like, you know, entertainers on the ships and um 
show stuff. And I don't know if my uh, friend Teresia will be on the boat at that time, but if she is, again, we'll figure stuff out and work stuff out. I don't know where she'll be in the world or whatever. I keep hoping that no matter what vir- what Virgin Voyage cruise I'm on, Teresia's on it. Uh, if I can somehow make that happen, I, I can't. I have no power to do so. But put in the universe that it does, that would be amazing just because she's an amazing person. I want to see her every time I get on a boat. Um, Shout out to Teresa oh, as well. Listen, there's so much on, and I've only just started learning stuff about Virgin Voyages. There's so much on their ships. I'm pretty sure that by the time this cruise rolls out, um, the Misbehave Game Show will be on all of the cruises, and that is that that is a an idea hatched from RJ's wife, RJ Owens. Which is um, which is which is I because we discussed it, we talked about that, and and. My eye yeah. is now firmly on uh, looking for auditions for that. Um, we should be able to connect you through RJ. Yeah, oh no, believe me, don't don't think I haven't already reached out to RJ. That yeah. if if you ever hear of auditions for the Misbehave show on a cruise ship, uh, let me know. I'll figure out a way to make it back and audition for it. If I got to do a self tape or whatever, I will um, submit. And, and listen, this is I I think that this is going to end up potentially becoming a thing. You know, the scoops have scoop fest, and it's awesome. We are a travel podcast. That's right. We have we have now connected with somebody who creates other types of content that we don't create. That is very cruise driven. They do these group cruises. I'm in the process of getting perform booked to perform for that group. Assuming everything goes well and it all happens, which I can see no reason why it wouldn't, why wouldn't this become a regular thing for us to do once a year? That'd be amazing. With them. Because what when you book call it. When we I don't, oh I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know something. If we figure out something. We don't even have a real name for our, our listeners here, other than world travelers, which other, is other than world travel, which I'm, which which is growing on me. Yes, uh, the more I, and more we use it, and the the, the 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 less and less anybody else suggests makes any other suggestions. Um, calling our listeners world travelers yeah. is, is 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 I like it. I like it. it. It works for me. Yeah, I mean it's it's I, I'm down. So that's unless somebody like you said brings something up that's much better that trumps it. That's yeah. that's who we got here. That's there what we're dealing. BSWTs, the big sexy world travelers, and I'm and I'm super happy to to share my safe travels with all of you. Um, so I think I led this episode. No segue here, no smoothness, but I think I led this episode insinuating some shots fired. Yeah, and I want to get into that. Speaking of world travelers, uh, we're gonna bring up shots fired by somebody who has traveled the country. Uh, yes. Going on and tour, doing and, and other parts of the world. Um, well, he hasn't gone to other parts of the world doing comedy. I think he's. I think he's been to other parts of the world. I really don't know his travel history. Yeah, I know we, some of it. We should get him on the pod. We should. Um, <laughs> I think he's got a rule about that. Like he's got a hundred episode rule, and I think yeah. it makes sense. It actually does make sense. Yeah. It. it it's kind of the thing where get a hundred episodes in and then it makes sense for me to, to join you. Right. And I, I whole, I don't know where I heard him or somebody else mentioned that. He may, but. He, he mentioned, as, as fellow podcasts have grown, right. As, 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 uh, as fellow sibling podcasts have grown, um, off of the, uh, ice cream social podcast, of course, everybody wants to have their heroes on their podcast. And I, I heard him talk about like getting invited and saying, I have a 100 episode policy or who, who. And so fine. I think it makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of know? sense. Right. Because most podcasts don't have their episode format down and don't have their shit together until right. probably what, like 80 or so? Or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's Just to arbitrary. Right. To arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's almost that's almost two years in, in the podcast game. You're serious about it. It's not a fly by night thing. You're you're dedicated to it. So yeah. So I I've kind of been wanting to vent about this for some time. Let's talk about it. And Matt 
definitely. And I think that he did so in such a way that, that if you don't know the whole story, it doesn't seem like a jab. It doesn't seem maybe to the casual listener like shots fired. And I, did, I, it's funny. So you had sent me a message saying, "Listen, be sure to listen to the first two episodes of the uh, I, the new episode of Ice Cream Social, which I was already planning on doing." So okay, I'm going to put that in my ear holes and listen to it. And I heard his introduction in the beginning, saying that he's going to be in the Baltimore area, yep, um, and that. Uh, uh, they have only sold a few select tickets. And he knows who they haven't sold anybody because, and he blamed it on the venue um, because they they promoted a show for Mike Donnelly, and we talked about this last episode. Again, yeah. Well, Mike Donnelly, and of course Donnelly was spelled incorrectly, so <laughs> so uh, he mentioned that and then was promoting his tour. But now. Please, judgmentalists, enlighten us. What is, uh, what are those shots that are fired? All right. So I would appeal back this whole process because I know that, you know, we've probably got two types of listeners here. And there are listeners that are going to be like, why the fuck is this guy going on this tangent? And then we're going to have, and I hope that we're going to have a, a subsection of listeners that really want to get behind the scenes and kind of see how some of this stuff goes into process. Yeah, we definitely have some Korean pop star um, listeners. There, there are... Um, That's BTS, folks, in case you didn't catch that. You know, there, there, there's... Um, I got it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll laugh when it's funny, but... Uh, <laughs> um, there, There's this, like, concept of success, okay? Like this iceberg theory where all you ever see in the world success-wise is that tip of the iceberg. And you don't necessarily see everything that goes into making that there. And a lot of people, they, you know, I, I've got a lot of shit going on. And we haven't even, like, cracked the surface on all of the different hats that I wear and all the different balls that I have in the air on this podcast. And we've got plenty of time to get there. So uh, a lot of, you know, you see the outward product that I put out with things like Elkton Magic and, and you know, putting together a cohesive tour that kind of on a map almost makes sense with Matt and I, which again, at the broadcast time, we're right in the middle of it. If you're on the Patreon and you're watching the video as it comes out, then the, the tour starts Saturday. And I don't know how real professionals in this world do it. I just know how I've bootstrapped putting this stuff together. And, you know, it was a conversation months ago, I mean, probably close to a year ago, um, where Matt was like, hey, I see you're booking stuff for so-and-so. Are you interested in helping me get some gigs? And I'm like, hell yeah. You know, because when it comes to utilizing those skills to book shows, to book acts, to sell a thing, no matter what it is, in my yeah. opinion, there's nothing more important than believing in the product. And when yeah. it comes to booking Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler, Matt's the product. Um, That's a really I, good product. He, he's, he's, I'm not going to turn this into a Matt Donnelly gush session. Yeah, because yeah, we got shots fired. So no, 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 this is a fuck Matt Donnelly podcast. Right now, Matt is, right now. Matt is, Matt is somebody that I love to work with from that perspective because, A, he's a great performer and it does not – I don't have to feel any sort of reservation pumping him up to venues, pumping up the, the value that he brings as far as – and this will be a great segue into the where we're going here – into being able to sell tickets to an event because of his name being on it, the reach that he has with his various podcasts, etc., um, he's also logistically in the parts of these things that nobody ever really sees. He's super easy to work with. He shows up, he's got his shit together. He's, he gets prepared. He'll work in pretty much every, any setting. So if there's a big stage, if there's a small stage, if there's, you know, a, a, a rickety walkway that he has to have, whatever it is, he's just going to go with it. Um, you know, he and I have worked together enough that I know that, hey, when Matt comes to town, I know his set list. I need to have the following things ready, uh, including building a table. 
we I actually just dropped a video on the Patreon of me kind of running all over town doing some of the shopping list to prep for the tour. And it's funny because as I have kind of gotten into the the whole hypnosis thing and have done some modifications to my mind reading set that um, I'm not doing hypnosis shows in mind reading shows, but I am talking about hypnosis and I'm talking about the influence. So basically, you know, every performer in the magic world kind of has quote unquote, a superpower, you know, and when we talk about mind readers, those superpowers, some of them, you know, could read your, I can actually read your mind. Some of them, it's more of an influence thing. I can get you to make decisions, whatever. So I, obviously that's this, the hypnosis background now is starting to trend my mind reading stuff very much into that influential category. It was already going that way anyway, which made just, it, it makes sense to me seeing where my progression into mentalism was, the hypnosis would have hit me so damn hard. So um, I have almost nothing. I carry so light. Like I, I have more shit in my car right now for Matt's show than <laughs> I props for my part of the show combined. Um, and, and I, you know, I continue to plan to get lighter and lighter and still be more and more dynamic. Uh, at least put that's your, my hope. Put, put your show on so, workout. Are you show sure working out on a diet? Again, laugh when they're funny. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that was good. I'm just slow. It might just be. <laughs> so, you know, of course I'm saying yes to him because all the boxes are checked. And I also, you know, he and I very quickly got on the same page with what his goals are, which is super important, you know, because money is important, but money is not always the most important thing. And that gives me the flexibility and the freedom to when, you know, and basically my deal with him is I want to work. I want flight time. And we, we kind of worked out a deal where I'm not charging him what I would normally charge somebody to book shows, but I get to argue for him, um, which is a great trade-off. And it, it's something that works for him. It works for me. Everybody's Almost everybody's happy. We'll get to that. And I may not get deep into that specific element, but um, you'll be of able to look at- Of everybody's happiness? Uh, everybody, well- or, or all everybody on, on the business side's happiness with it. All I'm going to say is that if you look at the dates on Matt's calendar between July 22nd and July 29th, and then you look at the dates on my calendar between July 22nd and July 29th, okay. there may be one day that does not match. There may be one day in which Matt's going to one city and doing a show, and I'm going to a different city and doing a show. And that that's, Ooh. I will allow anybody listening to just kind of read between the lines and draw their own conclusions there. Um, it's no, there's no magic fight. <laughs> because I don't need to play that way, but I certainly did get cut out of a show. Um, right. So I went and had my own show. And like you do. Which is cool. Um, actually, it honestly, it opened up the whole thing is so weird like i could go on literally a fucking tangent that i don't need to go on here but because this whole tour was actually pinned on a potential show at a venue that never confirmed the date with me um they, they had two dates that were maybes we're gonna give you one of these two dates we have a board meeting oh our board meeting got pushed to the next month because of some gala whatever so I kept those two dates kind of penciled and then built the rest of this tour around those two dates. The guy that I had that it was a contact at that organization that we were going to do the show for completely vanished. I don't know if he's not involved in the organization anymore or what the which, deal which, is. Which happens. But he ghosted. The rest of the tour was booked. I then get cut out of a show and then through a totally different backdoor way, connect with the people who actually owned the venue that I was supposed to do a show with Matt in and ended up booking a show for me directly with them at that venue, which is the nice. replacement. So build out all these shows. Some of them just do themselves. Some of them are, are people that approached 
me after Matt's show in February and said, we'd love to have you guys out here in Hampstead, Maryland. Um, the one that was supposed to be at the casino happened. I've got relationships with the theater in Baltimore and the theater in Philly. So we lined those up. And then, and then when I was in Vegas in the churn in early April, um, the, the trip that I went out there to visit our friends that, that do hey, the other buddy, thing. nice podcast. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay, got it. Yeah, I know them. Um, thanks, Ben. Um, oh. Matt's mm. like, oh, hey, by the way, we have another show on the tour. I'm like, oh, uh, because that, that was April, and this was right. a late July tour. So that really, me being in the churn, was the first time that we really outwardly mentioned any of these shows to anybody and really had the yeah. most of most of the schedule put together. Yeah, my brother, brother or my sister-in-law or whoever, because he's got family that live about an hour and a half from me. Right. So the very first time we booked him, it was kind of, hey, I'm going to use playing your venue as an excuse to go hang with my fam. Perfect. Perfect. It makes it easier to get him out here because, well, it's a place that he's got excuses to go to. And if right. he can also get paid, oh, cool. Beautiful. Yeah, so they're for, that fam, that part of the family's got friends that own some brewery, and they're like, "Why wouldn't he perform here?" So we're doing a show on the twenty seventh. So all of this stuff is basically set up. I go through all of this process with the casino because we're supposed to have a show there at the casino, and they make me go through all this stuff to become a vendor and give them ACH information and all this other hoops that I have to jump through. Which, quite frankly, we're getting paid a ton of money to play a fucking casino party on i'll jump through your hoops right so um two significant things with dates on this tour number one the there's a tuesday night show in a very small dinner theater that we're doing um in in a in western maryland in a town called hampstead do you get normally what's that do you get dinner yes oh that's also cool we do um as a as a spectator, you come and buy dinner first, and then go to the show. But I mean, as a performer, are they going to feed you? Dinner. The food's actually pretty good. So Green nice. Mount Station, you can't go to this show because it's already sold out. Unless you already have, tea. but go check it out. So they do shows every other month. They do them on a Tuesday, and they take the summer off. So normally July is a dark month. But I reach out to the coordinator and said, Dave, will you do a show on this day? Well, let me check with them. We're normally dark, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, but it's Matt. We're doing this run. It slides right in. And it it becomes one of those smaller room. We can only charge so much. There's only so many seats that that Dave's like, is he going to be okay with this money? And I'm like, Dave, it's a fucking Tuesday night. <laughs> right. We book this gig and make whatever, you know, less than a normal amount of money for a show like this. Then it's it's a plus. Otherwise, he's sitting in his brother's house, or we're hanging out somewhere, and not spending, making money. Spending money. The money's going in the other direction if you don't have a show. Right. So you know we don't want every show to be like this, but we'll fill in shows to to fill in the dates. You yeah. know that's why we've got a solid week with one off day, and we planned for one off day, and it's right in the middle of it. So I get him to do this. And they always do a show poster to promote this within the restaurant and everything like that. These tickets sold so damn fast that the original show poster has sold out printed on it because it was wow. sold out before the poster was designed. Wow. So that's awesome. good on Green Mount Station. Again, if you ever see, if you're anywhere near there and you see an act that's performing there, buy those tickets immediately because there's only 30 couple seats. And they sell out absolutely every show. And they have wonderful shows there. Only only occasionally do shows sell out before they announce them, which happened with Matt. Um, Another show, the one down at this brewery, which is in another part of Maryland down on the Eastern Shore. um, In February, I had a camera crew out, professional camera crew out to do some promo stuff for Elkton Magic. And I was like, hey, you're going to take some of this. You're going to cut this because we had already started planning this tour. Um, you're going to cut me a promo video for Matt and I doing this tour. So we get that put together. It takes a little longer than I would like, but it comes out great. If you go to Judgmentalist on um, 
on on YouTube or check out the Judgmentalist page or any of the show links. Even if you can't go to a show, you can go find this promo video. Have fun. Um, I send this all to all of the venues once I get them, including Green Mountain that I know to be sold out at the time. The response that I get back, because this is really the first communication I've had with the venue down on the Eastern Shore that was booked through his, his brother or sister-in-law, was, oh, this is awesome. We'll put it out there, but we've already sold out the show. And I'm like, sweet. Thumbs up. Nice. Uh, that was cool. The Philly show, which is on the 29th at the end of the week, if you're listening to this live and you're in that area, that that's in two or three days, depending on when you're listening to this. So grab – those tickets are probably already gone because last I checked, there was only like four or six left there. But do you they just, contact Matt Donnelly? Yeah. Sweet man um, they, well, they actually have – like fixed seating. So that might be tough to slide into that one. The one that you could slide into has already happened. If you're a regular listener, that's the one. <laughs> um, well, so that's not into that one. You're too late. Too I'll late. get into that. Uh, so, so that's the next ball. Of where, where, oh, so we've been talking for quite some time. You give a lot of background. Where the fuck are these shots fired? All right. So we'll get there. We, we, we run out of time to get there. I'm going through all the other shows first because all of this is important because I'm illustrating how much work it is to sell tickets to a Matt Donnelly show. Okay. Okay. I've, I've, I've just knocked out two of the sold out shows that were sold out with really no effort on my part. Right. Like the, 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 the venue operator said, Hey, we have this thing. His name is Matt. That's M A T T Donnelly, two N's, two L's. Um, they spelled it right, presumably on their flyers. If they didn't sell all the tickets before the flyers even came out, um, I got a call a, a month and two days before the casino show, a month and two days before the casino show, because these shows are selling out and I keep bugging my rep there. Who's not the guy that's at fault for any of this. Kevin's great to deal with. Shout out to Kevin. At, Shout out to Kevin. At, at Hollywood Casino in Perryville would love to work with you again. And hopefully the people above you get their shit together because he gives me a call and he goes, Hey, you may have noticed we don't have our shit together. I'm like, Hey, your words, my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> who's the mind reader now? Um, we're going to have to cancel the show. I'm like, Oh, well that sucks. And this was a show that I wasn't planning on having to push too much because it was something that they wanted to be able to push out to their casino regulars and draw people in. So, a venue that was very, very big, which I may have mentioned on this show before, you have indeed. who wants me to do stuff there. And I was like, hey, as we build this audience, I can get all sorts of shit in there. I'm like, Matt, you want me to rebook this show? And he's like, well, it's kind of last minute, but if you can, why not? So I, I reach out to the people who run this big venue being like, hey, this situation happened. Are you interested in this show? I know it's last minute. And they're like, date's open. It's yours. What can we do for you? So the very next day we have tickets up basically with a month to go. I am, let me get a live update at the time of recording this. Obviously, if you're listening to this in the regular broadcast, the show has already happened. We are at 151 tickets out the door. Nice. And my guess, because of what I've seen with other shows in the past and people buying stuff last minute, we're going to be somewhere between two and 250 sh- tickets to that show. Nice. It's awesome. Now, this is the sh- now, that's not the show that Matt was talking about. No. So okay. now we're going to come full circle to that show. Um, there are two shows on this tour. All the shows on this tour, I'm reaching out if I can't tell – like if they have fixed seating and you pick seats when you buy them, then I can tell how many seats are left. Right. And I don't need to give me an update today. We have six or we have eight or we have whatever. So I reach out to two of the venues that don't have that set up to say, hey, and aren't already sold out to be like, hey, where are we on tickets? Because it gives us the ability. Like I don't want to to post a bunch of shit in, in Hampstead to promote a show that's already sold out. Right. That doesn't make so sense. I get a response back from one that we're doing in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Okay. Ticket sales are okay, but they definitely need a push. Matt goes, drops something, and then boom, 20 more tickets sell. That's what we do. We step in and flex some muscle when we need to. But for the most part, the venues are supposed to sell these tickets. I get no response from our Baltimore venue. I get no response. Another week goes by. I reach out to somebody else. No response. I end up 
earlier this week, backdooring it to one of their performers to say, can you get me this information? It is important for me to know if we need to do shit to help sell tickets. The response I get, they have sold seven tickets as of earlier this week, seven. And I'm like, well, holy shit. And I start asking around and I figure out who's bought five of them from my circle of people. (laughs) So by the time I'm circling around to the people that I knew had interest, that number jumped up because people were like, oh yeah, I have to buy those. I'm like, please do it now because they might cancel the show. So the number jumped up to like, 15 in in that run right. so i doubled their tickets just by asking people and checking back with them and then saying please get your fucking tickets right. matt knew who the other two were and i'm like okay so matt and i sold all the tickets this again this is the same venue that put his name wrong on a poster right that they were promoting the show called him Mike um, donnelly and misspelled it and, and i'm sitting here and i'm like it's matt fucking donnelly if you do anything, this show's going to sell itself. Like I'm banging my head up against the wall and I don't want to vent and I don't want to rant about it. But then the first, like, he's like, Hey everybody, before we get started here, you know, this is before the ice cream truck drivers and everything like that. I want to promote my upcoming tour specifically pose magic in Baltimore. They apparently put posters out for some guy named Mike Donnelly and only started pushing it like yesterday. So there's basically no tickets sold. So scoops, it's time to jump on, show up. Let's make this shit happen. Um, You know, I've done everything I can. I actually leverage my law firm's email list. Since I'm opening for the show, I'm assuming I'm not cut out of this one. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm like, I might as well say, hey, your lawyer is going to be on stage doing fun shit. You should go see it. Um, I have no idea what the current ticket number is. I know that it's at least double what it was before. Right. Um, hopefully some other people can spread the word if you've got connections in the Baltimore area. And now that he's finally said something on iStream Social. That'll probably pop it up a little bit a little because, bit. yeah. So I just don't understand. Like, I always feel bad when there's an, a single empty seat at one of my shows right. because we're bringing in amazing performers. It's not just Matt. Eric Dittleman was awesome. Peter Woods done our shows twice. Fantastic. Um, RJ was great. Like I, can, I, I, I can't shout everybody out without leaving people off the list. So like the whole lineup is great. The, one of right. the beautiful things about doing these shows once a month is that I don't have to reach down to get talent. It can always be top notch. And, you know, and one of my goals, and I tell people this, if they ask is if I'm performing on this stage and somebody else is headlining, my goal is to always be the worst performer in the room. Like, you know, not not, not too difficult, but yeah, I get it. Right. Like, because I'm, I want to make sure. And if I keep continue to get better, that means I have to keep raising the bar on who I'm putting on this stage that I'm open for. I can't wait till the day you're like, sorry, Matt, I, I have to be the worst performer on stage. So we can't put you here. So I yeah. can't put you here. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it, it's... Shots it, fired it, back. Bing, bing, bing. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Um, so I just don't understand. Like, how could you... you it's, you've got a magical thing here. Something that, like, people praise me in Elkton. So who... who bringing this to the community. Who... who uh, whose ball got dropped? Like, like, because all it sounds like is there was a disconnect in promotion, right? So yeah, I, we're, we're bringing, that's like saying, um, you know, I have this great magician coming in. Uh, his name is uh, Daniel Ironfield. Yeah, and nobody knows who Daniel Ironfield is. But oh, I'm sorry, David Copperfield. Yes, yes, that's oh, right. Oh, that man, that man, that that means something, right? Now, this, this, yes. I'm not comparing Matt Donnelly to David Copperfield uh, yet, but you know, um, it's that thing, right? It's like coming to the stage and Elton Magic, Mike Donnelly. Who the fuck is Mike Donnelly? Oh wait, wait, I, I recognize that picture, but. I don't. Yeah. Right. Oh, the mind of Matt Donnelly. Oh, I've heard. Matt, I've heard. Matt's Joe. got a full press kit. 
with photos, with videos, with what you're supposed to say about him, of course with his he background, does. with all of the things, because he's a professional. And give it to the 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 people at, at Poe? Of course. Abs- absolutely. Everybody gets it. And they didn't use it at all. It's all part of the you should book this guy. It goes out before they're booked. Right. And then once it's solidified, is there anything else that you need for promo materials? Like, ugh. So anyway, we're, we're flexing our muscle the best that we can, obviously, you know, and maybe it wasn't intended. So now what, shots, shots, now what shots fired do you feel, what, what shots do you feel were fired at you? No, not at me. Oh, okay. Because the, no, no, pre- no. the way you presented it, the way you've been, been saying it, as if shots had been fired in your direction. No, not at all. I, there's 151 tickets sold for my room, okay? Um <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, from Matt Donnelly, I, like I'm sorry, like, Matt Donnelly were firing shots at you. No, not at all. Not this was specifically at Post. This is all yes. Post. Okay, so no, that no, no. Guy, Matt Donnelly was firing shots at Poe. Correct. Which, which he's laying on the ball because we also fired shots. We just didn't mention who. Uh, right, right, right. Who's shots um, were fired at? He's actually named names, but he has to name names because you got to know where um, to go. My, my perspective on that is that not all heroes wear capes. But if Matt Donnelly wants a cape, I will have one waiting for him Saturday at post. But they all do um, wear tight, tight clothing. Mm. Superheroes. Yes. And on that note. Um, <laughs> so, let's, yeah. Let's, uh, so we, we should give some shout outs to. Um, I got him right here. We got some friends here. You guys, so, uh, you got them. Perfect. I got it. So those who, who did, haven't listened uh, or haven't been paying attention, uh, we do now have a Patreon. Um, I'm going to uh, hang tight. I, I got something. And hold on. Hold on a second. Here we go. Bo, bo, bo. You were the best. Dot com. All right. All of our, our, our creative uh Sound people play with that uh, mix and make me a song at a bull, 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 the butthole dot com dot com dot com. Yeah, bull, the butthole dot com will take you directly to our Patreon. And that's a, and for anybody who does want to fuck with the sound, it's at about the 56 and a half minute mark just to timestamp it for you. Yeah, um, um just if, I, if you want to do something for us, I want to make it as easy as possible. For you. Absolutely easy. So, yeah, so we have a Patreon. Um, you can also go to, you know, www.patreon.com backslash Big Sexy Digital Nomad. That'll take you there. But why? You can go to bullwiththebutthole.com. Shout out to Total Um So I want to give – we have a patrons now so I can give us – these are, these are uh, our first ever uh, shout-outs to people who support the podcast. Um, basically what that means is they listen to the podcast. They're willing, they want to see all the extra shit that we drop. Um, that's what we're very happy. So here we go. First time ever. I want to give a shout out to Lee Popsicle, Sebastian Robbins, and Joshua Tarr. Thank Woo! y'all so very much. Uh, um, it's much appreciated. We need to have some kind of uh, uh, sound backing. Do that. I want a little introduction music as we do. Um, thank yous. To put, I don't know what, what that would be. Um, yeah, we'll figure something we'll, out. We'll figure something out. But shout out to them. Thank you guys very much. Uh, they went to bullinthebutthole.com. Uh, 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 you get to see the video broadcast of these basically once they process and then I upload them. Um, you got to see a little video montage of me shopping for the shit on Matt's um, Matt's list for the show. You're going to get to see any sort of behind. I mean, this whole thing, we this is premature, admittedly. We shouldn't be doing a Patreon. That's I'm, why the tier is only at a buck, because we're only doing it to say, hey, you're in the club. That's all that it is. So, um, see, I, I, th- I think that's right on point. I think we've reached a point now, especially with me being – uh, in other countries for a long time and just out, being out in the world. I think this is the time now that people, uh, the, the videos are starting to get more interesting, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look, the, I was the, really the, proven this, wrong. Right. This video is You're here. the same name, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, this, this but, video but is we, here. You know, 
this honestly the timing of this stemmed from big sexy being like hey when you do this tour with matt you should be doing behind the scenes shit and i'm like okay cool let's release it so that only our listeners get to see it exactly. so we wanted to make the entry point as low as possible we didn't want it to make it look like a fundraising effort obviously the money's great yeah. we're, we're, we're especially with with big sexy's travel plans getting all sorts of warped and everything everything helps um yeah. but yeah um, you're going to get to see any behind the scenes stuff that I do from there. So you're going to get to see some exclusive shit with Matt. Most likely who knows what the week is going to get hold. interviews. Uh, we're going to, we're going to drop our entire interview catalog. Um, once I get all the summaries completely written, uh, every time I do a new interview, we'll drop that immediately uh, in the Patreon as well. So you get the audio for those interviews. Um, and then you uh, guys will be like the ninth people. No, the 10th people to know how many people showed up to the pose con- show. There'll be the seven that bought tickets and Matt will be eight and I'll be nine. And then you'll be the 10th person to 10 know plus, exactly. how many people went to that show. Exactly. Um, um, oh, <laughs> also, also, um, and uh, I know we're running along, but I want to be sure to, to mention this. Um, Something is happening this Saturday. We're going to implement this Saturday. I don't know if we actually set a date for it yet. But I was talking to Judgmentalist about dropping two episodes a week. Here's, here's what that means. We are not recording two episodes a week. Both of us are too busy for that shit. We're going to record one regular episode a week like we're doing. Everything's the same. And those will be our numbered episodes. This coming Saturday, and I like it because I always try to find meaning behind when we drop something. Uh, I was thought about waiting until August 1st, like the first of the month, but instead, this Saturday happens to be July 22nd. Which, the day that you should be at fucking Pose. Exactly. If they promoted a show. So, it, it, in honor of Poe Magic Show, and <laughs> in honor of it being exactly three months since Big Sexy left the United States. Oh, yeah. Because we, we shipped out April 22nd. So July 22nd, we're going to drop our first, um, what I'm calling the uh, uh, BSDN interview specials, um, uh, which are just the interviews that I've conducted um, that haven't already been released. So we're going to drop an interview every Saturday, and then our regular episodes will drop every Wednesday. And there may be some because between the tour week and then two weeks later is Magic Live. We may end up getting it where the regular episode is an interview. I don't know, who knows? Who we'll knows? see. We, 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 we'll figure that out. A lot, you know, I have been talking to other people who may be joining us while we're recording. So those type of interviews will be dropped as a regular numbered episode, right? Um, but the, inter- the interview series will be the episodes that I, I, that I have recorded on my phone and this microphone. Uh, out about in the world. Um, right now it's going to be a lot of groups. So we're finished with the cruise, folks. Uh, the first episode dropping this Saturday, and again, this is the first time Judge Mendel is hearing any of this because I've just had these ideas as I'm speaking. Um, the first you know, one will, will be a doubleheader. The first one will be a doubleheader, and uh, it'll be uh, two folks that I met on the cruise um, uh, that were friends uh, on the cruise and they met on the cruise. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, that will drop this coming Saturday. Or, well, I mean, next Saturday. No, this Saturday. The first one's going to drop this Saturday. Actually, it's going to be funny. It's going to drop this Saturday, but when you're hearing this, this episode is going to drop after that first episode. Because today's Thursday. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so the, the first of the interview series is dropping. It actually is, is explaining why there's an episode before that dropped on Saturday. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, what's that new episode? This is the explanation for that. As I'm oh, we're gonna we're gonna have to. Okay, so listen, there's a little time travel here because we are the like the number sixty nine time travel podcast in the universe. Right. Um, we will have to quickly. Obviously, I got that thing that I got to jump off of here for. Right. But we're gonna have to record an intro for it and make sure that we plug the pose show uh, right. because Absolutely. that would be drop Saturday in the morning. Um, Maybe we get one or two tickets sold. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. Who heard that? That came whenever whatever time. Right. Right. So, yes. uh, so again, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Again, uh, uh, Judge, where can they find you? Uh, psychic-ish or judgmentalist.com. 
Um, just judgmentalist.com because that links to all the socials. Word. And then you can catch me at who is big sexy um, on all the socials. And uh, of course, you can catch us at the pod at big sexy nomad um, everywhere. And go to bigsexynomad.com uh, for listening options. Uh, also go to prankcall.me to leave us a audio postcard. Uh, send us an email at bigsexynomad at gmail.com to leave us a digital postcard. And, and wrong answers only. We didn't do one today. Because wrong I'm answers only. Wrong rants, but hey. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll go back into those. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drop those as well. But in the meantime, y'all, thanks for listening. Absolutely. We love you all. Safe travels. Safe travels.